Welcome to The Ruckus, presented by Joe Rowe, a podcast that takes the filter off. Hey, hey, people. What's going on? How you doing? Hope everything's going good where you're at. Where you been? And, uh, well, I hope your day's going well. Today, we're going to talk about being, well, normal. Or rather, what is normal? The perspective of normal. Okay, the definition of normal as it applies to humans, air quotes, normal, is about as concrete as the idea of, well, of love. The meaning is constantly evolved to suit the momentary desires and or needs of a simple person or group. See, every person is distinctive. A particular individual with his own ideas and his own way of doing things. That makes them distinctive. However, the mentally ill seem special in only that they are more distinctive. So in fact, normal people are not normal at all to a mentally ill person. So think about that for a minute. It boils down to perspective. So the question is not what is normal. The question is that of what I just said, perspective. See, normal is an illusion. What is normal for the spider is chaos for the fly. So to dive down into the uh, perspective rabbit hole, if you will, I have some uh, I have some stories to tell to explain how. I've mentioned it before. I'm a veteran of uh, OIF-1, my given MOS. Well, I saw nowhere near what combat arms troops saw during a day-to-day ops. So I can't relate in that regard. But we got mortar daily. We had rockets lobbed into the, into the airfield. Numerous super su- suicide bombers, and I think we had a couple gate breach attempts. I also returned to theater in Afghanistan as a contractor, signed up to be, you know, what some might call a warmonger, went over there for the money and I saw my fair share then. Never bothered me. I mean, sure, I was scared. I could be dead at any point, right? I mean, who wouldn't be scared? But it never became a panic for me. It never rose to the level of, well, as most people say, shit in their pants. I mean, I never turned into some frantic, you know, whiz as I run human. I want to go home situation. I used to think I was weird because of this. Because I wasn't more fucked up by what I saw. But the best thing I can think of, being self-aware and all and shrinking my own head... The best explanation I can muster is how I grew up, how I was raised, the environment that I have been exposed to since I was six years old. I've always, I've been an adrenaline junkie for, adrenaline, can't talk, try again, adrenaline junkie for as long as I can remember. So fast forward to war. I was never curled up in a ball in some bunker crying for mommy. But... Listen, 
I know everybody has their breaking point. Even the best of the best. Navy SEALs, Green Berets, Rangers. The average Joe that throws on a uniform. Everybody has their breaking point. And I'm not saying I was quote unquote in the shit. I'm just saying in my normal... Well, I'm saying my normal is abnormal to most. My breaking point is more tolerant to high stress situations. So my normal is more of the spider than the fly in this regard. The point I'm making is that of perspective. In order to have an understanding of other perspectives besides yours, well, you have to open your mind. I've always had a fairly open mind. I've always tried to look at things from both sides of the story, whether I'm involved or not. I'm an observer or I'm involved. I always try and look at both sides. And to open your mind, I mean, okay, what, what am I trying to say here? What the trying to say what i'm saying is the norm of others is not crazy or bad because it is not the same as your norm that doesn't make it negative it just makes it different here's another example of what seems abnormal to some and normal to others and this goes into the topic of affection we all we all know what that is right hugs kisses holding hands sitting close to each other putting an arm around each other these are all signs of affection I don't think there's a dispute there. Now, normally, these actions are between a man and a woman, as well as normally, gay or lesbian couples do the same. Now, before your feelings start flaring up, I'm going to leave it nice and general, other than, well, in the affection arena. I'm not going to throw labels out there. That is a whole entire other podcast I'm not the guy to define anybody, is what I'm saying. However, you see more and more in public every day by everyone. No problem there, right? Well, in several countries that I've been to, it is normal for same-sex individuals that are heterosexual to show these same forms of affection. Now, I haven't seen so many women doing this in these countries that I'm you know, that come to mind, but a lot of men hold hands, put their arm around each other, more so than you would see in America. And to them, well, that's normal. I've seen this in Korea, Thailand, Africa, and many other countries. The Western regions say this is not normal. It's wrong. But I can assure you, it is quite normal, and in no way derogatory or homosexual. That's just not how they think. Okay, the, the reason that that makes it okay is not because it's okay. It's because you take the judgment out of it. And you just say, that's their version of normal. It's not my place to impose my opinion or my judgment or my thoughts. That is their normal. I have my normal. A separation of perspective. And before we get into this next one, an absolute coffee break. Okay, so down in New Orleans, there's a family that lives on the outside of town. They claim 
They are, drumroll, vampires. Okay? They drink blood and claim it gives them a life force. Makes them feel better. Some of them actually have symptoms that doctors have prescribed medications for with without any remedy. But this family's statements are that when drinking blood, and that is in addition to an actual diet, the symptoms, they just go away. Now, where I saw this, they weren't actually, you know, had a chalice full of blood and wearing all black and drip candles in the background and all these different things. It was just maybe, maybe a tenth of an ounce. I mean, you prick a finger, that, that kind of amount of blood. And they claim that it remedies anything, gives them power, gives them life. <clears throat> Now, the documentary I was watching about this, they seem like normal people. I mean, they didn't. there was nothing that jumped out and said, oh, yeah, I can spot that guy. He's a vampire. Okay, maybe they were wearing their cloak and dagger suit. I don't know. But they looked normal. I mean, they were just a, a family of outcasts. I mean, I'm going to say outcasts because they, they lived on the outside of town. They knew what they were doing was not accepted by the society that was in town, you know, the, the, the social norms. So to avoid all of that, they moved to the outside of town so they can conduct business as what they call usual. But it wasn't something, if you stumbled upon them, you would be afraid or you would be scared. They weren't, you know, I mean, they, they lived in a normal house and everything was normal, so to speak. They just happened to drink blood as a daily diet or a, da a part of their daily diet. So, as a matter of perspective, um, well, normal to them, right? Blood-sucking weirdos to others. But it's all the way that you look at it. And I mean, for instance, take a look at Kyle Candelian of Michigan. He collects and breeds cockroaches for fun. He also sells these creepy crawlies, but he didn't even he didn't even know he could at first. He did it literally for fun. His room, not a room, but his bedroom, is filled with boxes and boxes of colonies of cockroaches, numbering over two hundred thousand, and over. Of that 200,000, there are over 130 varieties of these bugs. Okay. I mean, we all hate pests. Some don't like snakes. You're a fucking communist if you like spiders, my opinion. Let's be clear. But, uh... To love the unkillable kind, such as cockroaches... Is a, it's a special kind of person. Is that normal? Well, sure. There's an actual industry out there. And it's simply called insect farming. Now, this insect farming, right? Okay. It's the practice of raising and caring for insects as livestock. Simple enough. They can be farmed for the commodities they produce, for the insects themselves, uh, as food. You can use them for dye and, and other assorted things. So they have uses. 
So I guess the answer is yes, this is normal. As for me, well, I mean, I applaud Kyle's and, and other people's efforts to do these sort of things, uh, raising bugs and all, but all the... All the bug people in the world, yeah, it just kind of makes my skin crawl just thinking about it. I mean, I've seen the market for them when I was in Thailand where you could, you could purchase a variety of little uh, quote-unquote snacks to eat by the, uh, well, by the bag full. Some of them were on a stick. Me, personally, I've eaten a scorpion that was on a stick. Um, it looked pretty terrifying, you know, just sitting there waiting to be consumed. Uh, looked fairly normal, maybe a little overcooked, but uh, I mean, it tasted like beef jerky. I mean, it wasn't wasn't bad at all. It was it was the hype behind it that you know, if you go to Thailand, you got to do it. I guess it's one of those things. Okay, but like most people, this is a, a novelty, and it was for me. And I will at no point in the near future be owning or partaking in an insect farming uh, endeavor because I ate a scorpion or I can see the benefit of it. With that being said, it plain and simple creeps me out. I mean, I flash back to that scene uh, from, from what's that movie? Um, Solar Babies. When they strap that guy to the torture table, that holographic thing, and ants eat him alive because... Well, he did something wrong. I mean, that that would be the worst. That just to, even even in holographic form, to, to feel like I don't know that you're, you're being consumed by bugs. That'd be terrible. The perspective landscape in this normal versus abnormal debate is is that of opinion. I mean, okay, we'll go back to the bug thing. For Kyle, that's perfectly normal. It's it's his his livelihood. He raises bugs and cares for them as his little family, and and also sells some for for profit so he can live. Okay, so that's normal. For me, not so normal. As a matter of fact, that's not so normal a lot, a lot. But I mean, this is all this normal versus abnormal. This this societal thing. It's due to the social norms and what is what you know what everyone is doing in this sheep-like way of thinking. It's not until you release the judgment and open your mind that there is less negativity around that question. What is normal? Well, the answer is in the question. Nothing is normal because society, as a majority, follows social norms to feel. I mean, at a minimum, subconsciously part of the tribe going against social norms can be scary I mean picking your path and sticking to it it takes complete commitment to grow bugs or become a vampire or hold hands with your buddy in public or any number of things that you know rub society the wrong way and if that's what you do if that's if that's your path you don't want to follow society well you have to fully commit to that. I mean, that, that's anything, though. You put in the work. You don't half-ass it. But you have to know and you have to acknowledge that, I mean, you're going to lose friends. My answer to that is, well, were they your friends in the first place? 
I mean, you may even lose family over your lifestyle, but really, do you want to live in your version of normal as the spider or live in the chaos as the fly? I mean, it's your decision because we only get this one life. We only get this one chance to get our version of quote unquote making it. And if we can't get there because society's in the way, is that society's problem or is that our problem? I think, I think the answer is pretty clear. That's our problem because nobody's in charge of our happiness. Nobody's in charge of our normal. And when you sit there chilling by yourself any time of day or night and you feel not normal I can almost guarantee that that's society pressing upon you that's somebody else's opinion giving you guidance and don't get me wrong there there's a time and a place I mean when you're on a plane you don't want to be running around yelling bomb or getting upset at a grocery store because they didn't have your version of freaking Cheez-Its or whatever and losing your shit. That's not normal. But hell, if you're going to commit to it, then commit to it. Because your normal may not be normal to society. But at the end of the day, you can say, you know what? I was true to myself today. I did what I felt was right. Nobody got harmed. I'm happy. And fuck the world, man. I mean, really. You're the one that is in charge of your... I feel like I'm getting all preachy and, and you know, Tony Robbins here. But really, you're, you're the only one that's in charge of your destiny. So, that's my, my, my thoughts for the day. Uh, in short, in summary, do what... Do what you feel is best. You do you. And you can't go wrong with that. You just have to find out where you fit. Because society's not going anywhere. And God willing, neither are we as the individuals. The deplorables, the outcasts. So, we gotta find our place. We gotta find our tribe. And I'm here to tell you that once you do that, once you find your tribe, you find your niche, you find your you know, environment where you can be normal, there's nothing like it. To have the people around you that get you, that understand you, that let you be you, there's nothing like it. It's immeasurable. And it's something that everybody should strive to have. Now, don't get me wrong, there's there's places and, and people out there that are just what they are. But I'm telling you, if you find a place where you can be yourself... You're never going to be bummed out again. With that being said, guys, I uh, I appreciate you coming by, as always. <clears throat> and if you would, please, just, you know, take this. Share it with the world. Post it all over the place. Tell your friends. Let's get this ruckus family big and bad and bold. And, you know, let's, let's go against the grain and rub people the wrong way. Get abrasive. Start a conversation. Get that discussion going. And, uh... If you want to get a discussion going with me, hit me up on Instagram. Underscore the Ruckus Podcast. Underscore. Real catchy, real simple. Um, shoot me a message. We'll talk on there, or you can give me a, 
a topic that you want me to rant about or I mean help give me somebody that you want me to bring on the podcast as a guest I don't care I'm game I'm up for anything there is no limit to whatever we talk about so I appreciate you guys and um yeah that's about it my name is Joe Rowe laters